Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here with us. Great to have you. 888-900-3393. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, So just an awful lot going on. Of course, the impeachment uh, trial in the Senate continues. Uh, We've got battles on, on, on many fronts in Washington, battles on the internet, battling against a, trying to contain uh, what looks like could become a, an epidemic. Uh, so there's an awful lot going on. <laughs> it's a good day. Yeah. It's already a good day. The uh, coronavirus. I understand a Chinese nurse in Wuhan claims that 90,000 people are already infected there. 90,000. Which shouldn't surprise us. I mean, you know, the Chinese are pretty good at lying and suppressing and hiding things. Now, there's 63 cases that are suspected in 22 different states here in in the United States. So, huh. we're not immune from this thing either. No. Remember, 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 wash your hands. <clears throat> you can do this. <laughs> Good grief. Washing hands is, is uh, important. Yeah. And, and people mm-hmm. have been... Uh, and tweeting. wash your hands after you, t- uh, you like shake somebody else's hand. Sure. Wash them before you touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. Right, right. Really important. People have been uh, texting or tweeting me uh, pictures of bathrooms in China. Ooh, that's... Uh, 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 why? What uh, are they... Uh, they're, 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 they're showing that they're just holes in the floor with no toilet paper. Oh, my gosh. It's um, really oh really oh nice and it's not some like uh, nice rando internet picture you know this this is yeah. Uh, yeah my husband travels for business and and here's what he goes to the is, bathroom this in this is what he deals with oh, that's good yeah. uh-huh. that's nice yeah great so yeah so China um, let's uh, this is an opportunity to um, change some things about how you live because it's gross right <laughs> no all cultures are. Exactly. Equal. Okay. All In right. fact, theirs is probably superior uh-huh. to ours, even though they eat snakes and bats and you know poop in Wait, holes hold on. and hold whatever on. else. Hold on, I got this tweet. Hold on, I was I was holding this till our first batch of tweets, but uh, mm-hmm. Powell J eighty three tweets at us uh, at Pat Unleashed. Coronavirus is why brother Pat and I are mostly vegetarian. <laughs> we only eat cows, pigs, and chicken. No bats or snakes. <laughs> no, that's very true. <laughs> Never had snake. Oh, never eaten bat. Not gonna put that on the menu. Pretty proud of that too. Mm-hmm. Pretty proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> so the U.S. has issued a travel warning about going to China. Uh, I think that's probably prudent. If you had plans to go to China, would you be canceling them right now? Oh yeah, man, I would. No, thank you. Yeah, I wouldn't take a chance. Even if it was, you know, it wasn't. I wasn't anywhere near any of the. I don't know. Is it 20 cities now that have been coordinate, uh, quarantined? Because it's 56 million last I saw. It's probably higher than that now. Ugh. 56 million people quarantined. <laughs> I, 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 you asked the question, would you go? I talked to a guy last night who travels every six months or so to Asia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, so when's your next trip? <laughs> you looking forward to that? Oof. He's like, it's a couple months. And he said, I mm. think I'm going to have uh, control over my route. 
And I was thinking, yeah, the route that doesn't leave America, maybe. Yeah. I, Seriously. I wouldn't be going. Mm-mm. If you have a business trip and you have to go, I don't know what you do because I, I wouldn't want to go. Sorry, no. <laughs> nope. Uh, that's when it's time for a new job. Yeah, we're going to send you to Wuhan. We've got some Im- important uh, <laughs> papers to be signed. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No. I'll see you later. And when they started reporting on this, um, you know, journalists, the the uh, government authorities were, were were stopping this reporting early on. Uh, they were they were confiscating. You know how a communist government operates. Yep. They were confiscating pictures and stories and keeping that news from getting out. Right. And then um, after they already knew the outbreak was happening, is when they had this huge gathering close to where the epicenter is. For like the Chinese New Year or whatever, everyone's sharing utensils yeah. and stuff. Uh, this is how not to run a country. God, it's, it's it's really amazing. ridiculous. And how many how many how many millions of people are quarantined right now? What are we? Fifty six million. Oh my goodness! I can't. Fifty six million. Wow. Uh, that was last night. It's probably more because it's increasing exponentially every day. Now the actual. The actual numbers that China is admitting to, Mm -hmm. 2,800 people infected. I mean, they're admitting to the 56 million quarantine. Mm -hmm. But uh, 2,800 infected, 81 dead. Wow. I mean, that's that's really chilling. Let's see. I see 106 dead. 106? As an updated total. So again, I got this last night. It's already 106. Yeah, and that's also China authorities. So it's probably even more than that. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to China. I didn't really have, I didn't have any desire to go to China before, no? but uh, certainly uh, not now. No, thank you. Uh, all right. As far as the impeachment situation goes, we still have uh, a couple of Republicans, Susan Collins, Mitt Romney, of course. Leading the way on. Well, maybe we should have some witnesses. I'm thinking it, we should. I'm thinking let's do that. Let's bring them in. <laughs> let's talk to them. I, I want to hear more. <laughs> you know, there was a time when I wanted a full trial. I wanted them to really air this thing out. I'm so sick and tired of it now. I just want them to dismiss it. Which they could do if they want. If, if uh, Mitch McConnell wanted to. Yeah, I did hear, speaking of Mitch McConnell, that... Um uh, who was it? I think it was Senator Barrasso. Someone said that um, Mitch McConnell told him that on Friday they're going to vote on whether or not they're going to have witnesses. Okay. Yeah. So All right. So they've got at least two Republicans maybe switching sides, it looks like. Susan Collins, Mitt Romney. That's still not enough. They need two more. So they need four people to – they need four Republicans to switch sides and vote and vote with Democrats on, on witnesses. But the Democrats should be a little leery of this because they open this thing up to witnesses. You're going to have uh, Hunter and Joe Biden called. Well, that's what Senator Toomey just going is to. trying to do. is kind <clears throat> yeah. of a one-for-one uh, one type yeah, deal. Right. Okay, we'll give you one. There's no reason to do that. They've got the majority. They don't have to give in to them <laughs> at all. The Republicans are always bargaining, yeah, even always, when they have control. Always. Well, we don't want to be mean. We could do a one-for-one kind of arrangement. Did they do that in the House? <laughs> nope. They didn't call any Republican witnesses. None that the Republicans wanted. Uh, so... <laughs> I mean, why, why are you accommodating them every time? Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll just, we'll cave. 
Yeah, okay, all right. Well, yeah, you can have witnesses. Or we'll do one for one. If you let us have one, we'll give we'll give you one. It's hard to remember who's in power. It is. You know, who controls what? Yeah, cuz they don't act like they have they don't act like they have the majority in in the Senate. Uh so yesterday the defense Trump's defense team uh began to lay out their case and you know to me it's pretty darn compelling um and yet the new york times didn't have a single story on their front page that talked about trump's defense (laughs) not one story on the front page everything in the top section was about bolton the washington post led with bolton and a few stories down they had a headline with no description about his defense Mm-hmm. CNN led with the defense story, but it was, you know, their CNN analysis uh, where they basically said Trump's defense was just talk radio talking points. <laughs> of course, every every point that's made by Democrats is pure and uh, organic. <laughs> but every point made by Republicans, ah, that's talk radio talking points. Fox, I mean, had Dershowitz and Bolton in their top story headline. It seems like balance to me. Uh, Politico led with Romney making his move. <clears throat> so uh, it's just kind of agonizing, though, that, that the Republicans seem to be caving, and they, they seem to always do this. I don't know that they even need to have uh, a vote on Friday about witnesses, or any day about witnesses. McConnell can just decide. It doesn't have to be yeah. uh, a vote. But he, he left that open. He left he, it open. He set up the parameters. Yep. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think the the defense wraps up today. So they only they only needed. I think they were talking. They they had Saturday. They they took yesterday. So I guess they're taking a decent amount of time. Yeah. Each, but it wraps each, up today. Yeah. Each team gets three days. So this would end that. Yeah. But they said they didn't even need it. But I guess they've taken it. So. Uh, here are some of the things that were said. Uh, we've got Pam Biondi, Pam Bondi. Uh, she's she's from Florida. She was the uh, secretary of. Wasn't she? Uh, she, she was attorney first, general. Yeah. In Florida, I forget. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Attorney general. Attorney general. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so here's Pam Bondi talking about Burisma. In March 2014, the United Kingdom Serious Fraud Office opens a money laundering investigation into the oligarch Solchevsky and his company Burisma. The very next month, April 2014, according to a public report, Hunter Biden quietly joins the board of Burisma. Remember, early 2014 was when Vice President Biden began leading Ukraine policy. Here's how Hunter Biden came to join Burisma's board in April 2014. He was brought on the board by Devin Archer, his business partner. Devin Archer was college roommates with Chris Hines, stepson of Secretary of State John Kerry. All three men, Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, and Chris Hines, had all started an investment firm together. Public records show that April 16, 2014, Devin Archer meets with Vice President Biden at the White House. Just two days later, on April 18, 2014, 
is when Hunter Biden quietly joins Burisma, according to public reporting. Remember, this is just one month after the United Kingdom's serious fraud office opened a money laundering case into Burisma. Hunter Biden joins their board. And not only 10 days after Hunter Biden joins the board, British authorities seize $23 million in British bank accounts connected to the oligarch Zolchevsky, the owner of Burisma. Did Hunter Biden leave the board then? No. The British authorities also announced that it had started a criminal investigation into potential money laundering. Did Hunter Biden leave the board? No. 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 no what happened was then, only then, did the company choose to announce that Hunter Biden had joined the board after the assets of Burisma and his oligarch owner, Zolchevsky, were frozen and a criminal investigation had begun. Hunter Biden's decision to join Burisma raised flags almost immediately. One article from May 2014 stated, the appointment of Joe Biden's son to the board of Ukrainian gas firm Burisma has raised eyebrows the world over. Even an outlet with bias for Democrats pointed out Hunter Biden's activities created a conflict of interest for Joe Biden. The article stated, the move raises questions about a potential conflict of interest for Joe Biden. Huh. That was on BuzzFeed. That right-wing kook <laughs> site. BuzzFeed. Yeah. Oh, man, they are so pro-Trump that they were just doing his bidding, obviously. Uh, she wasn't great there, but, uh, you know, those are... Those are facts that are facts. are never discussed, and it's nice that at least they're being mentioned now in the context of this trial. Yeah, and and I love how the Democrats are trying to make this, you know, oh, is it wrong for a dad to help his son get a job? <laughs> what are you... It's a, yeah, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Yeah, now. that's it, what it's about. It was exactly. about the 2020 election and Trump trying to get dirt on <laughs> who he thought it was going to be his biggest rival. Now it's, oh, is it wrong for a dad to help his son get a job? Well, I don't know if it's um, yeah. for well, it a depends. company that's being investigated yeah. uh, by a country that you're in control of the policy decisions of. Um, and then you threaten the prosecutor that was going after them. Yeah, I think we've got something bigger here than, oh, it's the 2020 election. Yeah, we got to. Uh, there was a reporter that was, I don't even know who the guy was, but he was badgering Ted Cruz yesterday because Ted Cruz came out and started talking about uh, the fact that, you know, they talked for two hours about all of the evidence involving Joe Biden and, and Hunter Biden and Burisma. So this reporter got in, into uh, Ted Cruz's face. Over, over those two hours, none of the president's attorneys uh, mentioned one single possible crime uh, that mm. Hunter or Joe Biden are accused of. Basically, what they said was Hunter Biden got a job. That was vice president. He's got a job. That's all. If, if that's a crime. I mean, shouldn't half of your children be in prison? That's great. Shouldn't half of your children be in prison? 
if he got Fucking a job. Fucking the Ted Cruz? He just got a job. Right. Yeah, so Cruz's response Oh, no. Priceless. My, my children are 9 and 11, and I'm sorry that you want to throw a 9-year-old in prison. Wow. But at this point, my, my, my third grader plays basketball and softball at her school. So, so stop playing the nasty... No, no, stop playing the na- nasty Washington game. I'm sorry, that's not nasty Washington. Yeah, I'm sorry, it is. Attacking a 9-year-old? That's so great. So great. Uh, but that's how the press is spinning it with the Democrats. Oh, you, you just have a problem with uh, a, a parent helping their child get a job. <laughs> well, half of all children in America, and certainly the Senate, should be in prison. What a what an idiot. I mean, that's just stupid. That's just, uh, that's butt stupidity right there. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's obviously not about, ju- just about a parent helping his son get a job there's quite a bit more uh to this and pam bondi uh discussed more about it yesterday the typical board member of these fortune 100 companies we know they're titans of their industry they're highly qualified and as such they're well compensated even so hunter biden was paid significantly more this is how well he was compensated So Hunter Biden is paid over $83,000 a month, while the average American family of four during that time each year made less than $54,000. And that's according to U.S. Census Bureau during that time. And this is what's been reported about his work on the board. The Washington Post said, quote, Uh What specific duties Hunter Biden carried out for Burisma are not fully known, end quote. The New Yorker reported, quote, once or twice a year, he attended Burisma board meetings and energy forums that took place in Europe, Hmm. end quote. Well, that's worth $83,000. When speaking with ABC News about his qualifications to be on Burisma's board, (laughs) Hunter Biden didn't point to any of the usual qualifications of a board member. Hunter Biden had... No experience in natural gas, Mm -hmm. no experience in the energy sector, Hmm. no experience with Ukrainian regulatory affairs. You need that? As far as we know, he doesn't speak Ukrainian. (laughs) So naturally, the media has asked questions about his board membership. Why was Hunter Biden on this board? If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. I don't, yeah, you do know. You know the answer is no. No, you would not have been. <laughs> It'd be like if Burisma all of a sudden called me, said, hey, Pat, uh, you want to be on our board? We'll give you 83000 a month. Well, Okay. I don't know anything about energy. Yeah, you don't need you don't need any experience in it. Don't worry about it. Can you keep the government off our backs? Uh, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> come I, on in. We'd love to have you join the team. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Get to more of this uh, in sixty seconds. We got all of these issues. You know the impeachment, the gun confiscation, the abortion, the open borders. All of these problems. San Francisco and Virginia melting down on on gun rights. Um, you know the future the left is planning for all of us is a pretty bleak one. And the left is funded by major corporations like Verizon and AT and T. You, know, you don't realize when you sign up with these companies what they're going to do with your money 
after you start paying them. But they're going to contribute to causes that you chances are really good you don't appreciate. Now, there is one cell company, cell phone company, that contributes to the causes in which you believe. Patriot Mobile. They're the only one protecting the Constitution and American values. And with every call you make, uh, they, they'll donate a portion of your bill to uh, conservative causes. And they don't just talk about it. They walk the walk. They participated just last Friday in the March for Life. They participated in the Pro-Life Summit. Their plans start as low as $25 a month, and they come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service you get from the other companies that circumvent and subvert your values. Uh, they, they'll even give it to you for less money. And there's no hidden fees. Go to patriotmobile.com pat, and when you use the offer code pat, You'll get a free month of service when you open a new line. Yeah, and they're also throwing in a free gift, too, now, Pat, when you open up that new line. So jump on that today with Patriot Mobile. Absolutely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, or you can call their U.S.-based customer service team, 877-367-7524. We need to stick together when it comes to the companies we support. Join the fight. Join this family, the Patriot Mobile family. PatriotMobile.com slash Pat or 877-367-7524. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. The uh, defense took to the floor in the Senate yesterday, and uh, we just heard from Pam Bondi. Here's uh, Alan Dershowitz on abuse of power by the president. I will now give you a list of presidents who in our history have been accused of abusing their power, who would be subject to impeachment, under the House manager's view of the Constitution. (laughs) George Washington, refusal to turn over documents related to the Jay Treaty. John Adams, signing and enforcing the Alien and Sedition Laws. Thomas Jefferson, purchasing Louisiana without congressional authorization. I'll go on. John Quincy Adams, Martin Van Buren. John Tyler, arbitrary, despotic, and corrupt use of the veto power. James Polk, here I quote Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln accused Polk of abusing his power of his office, contemptuously disregarding the Constitution, usurping the role of Congress, and assuming the role of dictator. He didn't seek to impeach him, he just sought to defeat him. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was accused of abusing his power for suspending the writ of habeas corpus during the Civil War. President Grant, Grover Cleveland, William McKinley, Theodore Roosevelt, William Taft, Woodrow Wilson, Franklin Roosevelt, Harry Truman, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, quote, concerning Iran-Contra, and now I say Professor Lawrence Tribe said the following, quote, therein lies what appears to be the most serious breach of duty by the president, a breach that may well entail an impeachable abuse of power. George H.W. Bush, the following was released today by the Clinton-Gore campaign. In the past weeks, Americans have begun to learn the extent to which George Bush and his administration have abused their governmental power for political purposes. That's how abuse of power should be used, as campaign rhetoric. It should be in statements issued by one political party against the other. That's the nature of the term. Abuse of power is a political weapon. And it should be leveled against political opponents. Let the public decide. Mm. Yeah, but don't impeach him over it or try to 
impeach him. And they did impeach him over it. Uh, so, uh, abuse of power has... I'm, I'm sure it's been thrown out by every president. All 45, no doubt. Uh, he mentioned many of them there, but I'll bet you every single one has been accused of it. Mm-hmm. He had more, too, and discussed Congress's own abuse of power. Congresswoman Maxine Waters recently put it more succinctly in the context of a presidential impeachment. Here's what she said. Impeachment is whatever Congress says it is. There is no law. But this lawless view would place Congress above the law. It would place Congress above the Constitution. For Congress to ignore the specific words of the Constitution itself and substitute its own judgments would be for Congress to do what it is accusing the president of doing. Mm. And no one is above the law, not the president and not Congress. That's pretty compelling. There you go. Yeah. Abusive uh, power like is not a high crime or misdemeanor. Okay? Uh, uh, no. No, it is not. Uh, neither is, you know, making a, a country wait for the aid for the hundreds of millions of dollars of aid we're going to give them. <laughs> oh, that's not treason? No. Okay. No, that's not a high crime. It's not a misdemeanor. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's par for the course. Every president does it. Every president Puts, puts aid on hold for one reason or another. Obama did it multiple times, and he did it with Ukraine. I mean, this is just unbelievable. And yet, here we are, continuing to to hash this out month after month. Uh, it's, and, you know, Romney, senators like Romney and Collins are going to uh, force this to be dragged out even further. So get ready for a long ride, because if... If they can get, they've already got these two, it looks like, Mitt Romney and Susan Collins. If they can get two more, then there will be witnesses. And uh, this thing's going to be drawn out for who knows how long. Here was uh, Romney talking about how he'd like Bolton to testify. Uh, He's telling reporters yesterday. Um, I've said for some time that I hope to be able to hear from John Bolton. I think with a story that came out uh, yesterday, it's increasingly apparent that it would be important to hear from John Bolton. Uh, I, I, of course, will make a final decision on witnesses after we've heard from not only the prosecution but also the defense. But I think at this stage it's pretty fair to say that uh, John Bolton has a a relevant uh, testimony to provide to those of us who are sitting in impartial justice. Okay. He's kind of agonizing. (laughs) He's really kind of agonizing. Uh, You know, and with the Democrats, all of a sudden to the Democrats, John Bolton is this wonderful, trustworthy person. Uh, I know! He might be the most trustworthy (laughs) person living on the planet today. Since when do you guys love John Bolton Uh, so much? He's their punching bag, man. Oh, yeah. They hate John Bolton. But he's saying things against the president. He's playing into uh, their agenda. And so now he's their hero. John Bolton is the hero of the left. The Democrats, the media, they all love him now. Yay, John Bolton. By the way, he's he's out selling a book. I wonder (laughs) if that has anything to do with this. You don't think he's, I don't know, trying to make a few extra bucks, do you? (laughs) I mean, come on. This is so ridiculous. New York Times gave uh, a list of Five takeaways from the uh, oh. sainted John Bolton in his in his book. Okay. 
Uh, first of all, of course, that he did tie his willingness, that Trump did tie the willingness to release the aid to Ukraine to the investigations he wanted from the Ukraine Ukrainians. Uh, during a conversation in August with uh, Mr. Trump, Mr. Bolton mentioned his concern over the, of course, because he's wonderful and sainted and he's doing all the right things. So, of course, he mentioned his concern over the delay of the $400 million that was appropriated. Trump replied that he preferred sending no assistance to Ukraine until officials had turned over all materials they had about the Russia investigation related to Biden and supporters of uh, Clinton, Clinton in Ukraine. So that's uh, thing one. Thing two, Trump was at odds with, his, uh, with Bolton and other national security, senior national security officials. Uh, number three, Bolton talks about the fact that he talked to Barr and Pompeo about Giuliani and, of course, expressed his grave concerns. <laughs> grave concerns. Uh, Bolton is willing to testify, but the White House, the awful, evil White House doesn't want him to. Uh, and, of course, the manuscript is uh, introducing a significant twist to the impeachment trial because... They believe every word he says, and I, I don't know, From based on what I've heard from the administration, he doesn't even have firsthand knowledge of this. He certainly wasn't in on the phone call. Nope. Now, did they have conversations together about Ukraine? I, I don't know, I suppose. But how do you know, how do you know who to believe in this? 888-900-3393, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. By the way, speaking of podcasts, uh, download us wherever uh, podcasts are found, except SoundCloud. <laughs> don't download us on SoundCloud, <laughs> please, because we don't get any credit. It's like it never. When happened. you do that, yeah, it's like it didn't happen. So if you can, uh, please choose any other, you know, iTunes, Spotify. Oh, I'm a big fan of Stitcher. Stitcher, mm-hmm. uh, iHeart. Uh, any of those places uh, would be great. Just not SoundCloud. And if you are currently listening to this podcast on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. then you need to stop what you're doing, hit pause, mm-hmm. note what time it is in the file. And then download it somewhere and else. And go get it somewhere else and just come right. back to this spot. We'll wait. We'll just we'll, <laughs> we'll be right here yeah. wait, waiting for you to return. <laughs> well, we probably don't have to do that since you can pick it up anywhere you want. So... <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. The Steve forty two tweets. Expedia has fifty percent discounts on all inclusive vacations in Wuhan, China. <laughs> Update: uh, Trips are now seventy five percent off. Uh, I'm holding out for ninety percent. I'm yeah, cheap. They, they could be a hundred percent off. I'm not going. De Silva tweets: uh, The Democrats always act as if they're the majority, even when they aren't. The Republicans always act as if they're in the minority. Especially when they aren't. Mm-hmm. Kool-Aid with a C. If no one is above the law, including Congress, why are all of them in jail? Yeah, why aren't they? Yeah, why aren't? Yeah, should should say why aren't. Uh, Jack's Dad 05 tweets, Did I just hear someone mention President James K. Polk on James K. Polk Tuesday? Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't have the... Where did I put the yeah, that's right. 
Uh, Ill from Minnesota regarding a president who has advised, who has uh, abused their power. I noticed that Calvin Coolidge was not mentioned in that list of names. <laughs> I noticed that too. Nobody ever accused him of He that. was super sensitive on that issue. He did not want to abuse. Uh, he didn't want to stray from the Constitution at all. Such a great president. The so best. underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, rants out loud. I don't even know how to speak Ukrainian, but I do know how to speak $80,000 a month. <laughs> I'd have Rosetta Stone on speed dial. No kidding, man. Oh, <laughs> yes. I would learn Ukrainian for that kind of salary. From bovine scatology, what Ted Cruz should have said to the reporter was, the DNC hasn't pointed to a single crime in the impeachment. That's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brandon Anderson, here's my pre-show tweet. Oh, so this is is like, you know, 39 minutes old at least. See, this is going to be waiting for you, Brandon. To get mentioned on the air so I can hear it later on the podcast. (laughs) And it worked. It worked. Yay. Congratulations, However, However, Brandon, if you're listening on SoundCloud, remember, stop what you're doing. Yeah, and listen to it somewhere else. Somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, This is, um, I I looked up a a trip to Wuhan or what have you here. uh, Yeah. Is it is it cheaper? I mean, sure. Is there a discount? Sure, it's last minute. Yeah, maybe you factor that in. Okay, but uh, I'm not paying fifteen hundred dollars, which is considered a very good deal at Expedia, mm-hmm. um, to to get a, a flight and a hotel right now for the next four days. The flight and hotel would cost fifteen hundred. Yeah, I don't care how hmm. good of a deal that is. That is a pretty good deal. I though. don't want to die. I mean, you're going clear across the world to die. But yeah, yeah, I don't want to. I want to. Everybody who gets the disease doesn't die. Oh. So. I'm not taking the chance. In fact, it looks like, to me, it looks like the mortality rate is under 10%. Oh, okay. Well, so. Well, now now I'm. Still. Now I'm. I don't want to get it. That's for sure. Now I'm kind of uh, clicking around here. That's Are a you? nice hotel there. Uh, really? The China Hotel. Uh-huh. I mean, seriously. That's a. Maybe worth it. Maybe worth the risk. <laughs> I bet you have the whole place to yourself, too, unless they're all quarantine rooms now. Oh, man. Wow. This is a. Since the city is Ooh. under quarantine, I yeah, suspect you, you can't even go, in, yeah. right? I know nobody gets out. That's not a very good quarantine if you're allowing people in and then leaving <laughs> again. So uh, that's a crappy quarantine situation. Yeah, I don't know, but this hotel's nice. So if I'm quarantined inside this hotel... You'd be okay with that for a while? Until this passes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to post this on Twitter, and, and you, you guys are going to have to tell me, is this worth it? Because this is a... There's some nice digs. My goodness, this restaurant. Hmm. Yeah, we're going. Uh, We saw what they do in restaurants, though, in the documentary Contagion. Try not (laughs) to think about it. (laughs) We showed you that yesterday. Uh, The chef in that place didn't even wash his hands before he started shaking people's hands. And look what happened. And look what happened. Mm -hmm. Millions of people died as a result. Uh, 888-900-3393. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we're just running through some of what happened yesterday in the impeachment trial and uh, some of the really good points that were made. One uh, by the junior senator from Delaware, uh, Tom Carper. Wow, was he eloquent or oh, what? No. This guy was waxing eloquent. <laughs> and There's the phrase that pays. Talking about Jesus and, and Jefferson. See if you can make out what he's trying to say here. This incredible effort to keep uh, documents from coming coming forward. I mean, it was like a government-wide effort to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we shouldn't be afraid of the truth. Right. Uh, I, as I said earlier, 
Jefferson's words, uh, the uh, Jesus's words, the truth will keep set you free. Wait, Je- uh, Jefferson's Je- words. Jefferson's uh, and Jesus's. The, uh, yeah. uh, go back yeah. to Jesus. Jesus words. Go back. Let's words, go back. The okay. truth will set you free. Uh-huh. I think uh, okay. the truth will keep us free. And that's what we all want. <laughs> okay, cool. everyone. Go ahead and protect our democracy. I'm, I'm f- fearful that our, our system of checks and balances, which is the underpinning of our democracy, is right. being undermined. And yeah, we don't we have a democracy, that. dude. We, this is not a democracy. But the guy doesn't know the difference between what Jefferson said or what Jesus said. Well, let's go back to Jesus. Oh, yeah, let's go, go back to Jesus. Wait, no. I'm sorry. It was Carrot, Carrot Top. Uh, Carrot Top who said, I for, no, it wasn't. It was... Uh, <laughs> The chick anchor on Fox was really confused. The dude anchor on Fox was just trying to keep from laughing, which I don't think he prevented on the next clip we have of Tom Carper. Okay, because he continued. There was, there was more from Tom. So we will see what happens now as all of this think, continues this afternoon. James, Final thoughts, I, Senator. I think, there was, I think there will be James, but the, uh, uh, yeah. there's a, a, in the book of James, there's a, a verse that says... Uh, 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 yeah. Something people, <laughs> something about by your words, uh, and oh yeah, people people only remember what you say, but they'll remember what you do. Something to that effect. Senator, we, we need to hear. We need the truth. <laughs> All right, we know where you stand, Senator. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Senator. Maybe you shouldn't be trying to quote scripture because you don't seem to know it, uh, my friend. Ooh. Okay, there's something about. In the book of James, there's something about words. No, no. He wrote words. And then, uh, hang on. No, it's not James. Can we go back to Jesus again? Can we just go? <laughs> no, Jefferson. No, let's go back to Jefferson. No, Jefferson. hold it. Uh, wait a minute. No, Confucius said, no, that's not it. Uh, wait, let me go back. <laughs> that is amazing stuff. That's. You have a Socrates quote ready? <laughs> Because he might end up there. Is there anybody in the Democrat Party oh. who still has their, their noodle functioning? A functioning noodle anywhere in the Democrat Party. Because Biden doesn't have one. Uh, Pelosi doesn't have one. This guy doesn't have one. <laughs> wow. Uh, plan- this is why you don't see Tom Carper a lot on, <laughs> uh, on news programs. Plan better, Tom. <laughs> Jeez. Memorize more. Yeah, if you're going to try to use scripture, you, you should probably have it down, kind of, and know what you're going to say and be able to say it. But he was probably thinking, all right, so I'm going to go over to Fox News. I got to be able to speak the language of their audience. What do they like over there? I don't know. Guns. What else do they like? I don't know. Bible. Okay. Oh, Bible. <laughs> That's good. Give me somebody, give me a Bible verse or something I'll memorize. Oh, gosh. That was. That was painful. That was inauthentic. <laughs> I'll say that. Jeez. Oh. Uh, of course, Representative Alan Crow was uh, not doing much better than Tom Carper yesterday. He admitted mm. the impeachment's being affected by the upcoming election. Here's what he had to Whoa. say. Did the House move too quickly? Should they have called more witnesses there? Uh, and do you feel that there are any sort of lingering effects on, of those decisions, right or wrong, on the current proceeding? You know, I, I think the House proceeded in the way that it should have proceeded. You know, there was urgency, but it was also thoughtful and deliberate. You know, it occurred over several months, period of time. Uh, the Intel what? Committee did a very thorough weeks. job. But uh, there, there is some urgency here, right, because we're dealing with undermining free and fair elections. So it does have to do with the elections that are coming up later this year. Oh, it does have to do with that. I see. Because I thought it was just about the Constitution, the sacred, wonderful Constitution that 
that you love so much right now. Well, and also if it's an election year. Yeah, it also, which it does have to do with the election coming up, uh, we're trying to get rid of him. <laughs> huh, that <laughs> is interesting, isn't it? Sure is. That's fascinating. So there you go. Um, we, we have no crimes, uh-huh. um, and we have a, an election year. I think that is the, uh, and the groundwork for the impeachment uh, he hearing. just admitted that's what it's about. That's, <laughs> that's really something. There, I guess they think they're so far down the road now, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if they, if they just say it. I don't, I don't know. It's pretty amazing. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. The, uh, the defense should rest after today. And then do we know what's going to happen tomorrow and, and Thursday? Yeah. Because Friday they're doing the vote on whether or not to, to call witnesses. Yeah, I know that. Um, Are they going to just adjourn until Friday? No, no. They, they get uh, 16 hours of, uh, oh, gosh. I saw this uh, when they first started, you know, a couple weeks ago. And I forget what it is. Let's see. To ask questions. Yeah. So you get, uh, so you have two business days to ask questions. Wednesday, oh. Thursday. Okay. Of of the impeachment managers and the defense team? Uh, let's see. Maybe Wednesday Oh my gosh, look one. at this. The senators don't get to speak. They must submit their questions in writing to Justice Roberts. And then, oh. and then the chief justice will decide which huh. questions to ask, directing them to the managers or the White House legal team. Wow, this is going to be awesome. That must be to avoid grandstanding. That's what it says, yeah. It says, it says uh, this is a New York Times article, uh, that does not mean there will not be any grandstanding. When the Chief Justice reads a question aloud, he will indicate which senator submitted it. Uh, and then does that senator stand up and take a bow? Yeah, I'm wondering. Do a little dance. Let's see. <laughs> Sing a little song. Yeah, I don't know. Get down, Get down tonight. tonight. right? Mm-hmm. Dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, so that's that's going to be uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, questions, won't that be fun? Questions with the Chief Justice. It's weird that that Roberts has the ability to decide which which he'll ask and and which won't get asked. That's very interesting, huh? I don't know why why he can't just read them all. Right? Why why wouldn't you? Unless you know some of them are just stupid. Like how much wood would a woodchuck chuck? Because right. I would love that directed toward Alan Dershowitz. I want to see how he spins that, huh? <laughs> so anyway, there you go. So we got uh, one more day of defense. That's today. And then two days of uh, questions through the Chief Justice. And then Friday they vote on if they're going to have witnesses. Okay. So uh, this could be wrapped up pretty quickly or it could drag on for quite a while. And don't forget, less than a week. On Monday, the Iowa caucus. And you know right that... Right in the middle. I mean, Klobuchar and Sanders and Warren have to be uh, really coming out of their skin. Jumping at the bit, yeah. Out of that impeachment trial. They got to get out there and campaign. Looked like Sanders was uh, has really taken a pretty solid lead uh, right now in Iowa. Wait a minute. Right? Yeah, well, wait, I just thought of something. Mm-hmm. Sanders and Klobuchar are both surging right now, right? Yep. Okay, and they're not out there campaigning. I think hmm. I think we just cracked the code. The less we see of politicians, the more Better. we like them. Yeah. That's see the ones that are no there, like that. Biden and Buttigieg and stuff. You know, 
their numbers away. are going down <laughs> because people and I are like, oh, why are you still in my state? Go away. That's what it is. So this is actually working out to the benefit of those who yeah. are sitting senators running for president. <laughs> it would be hard for me to imagine that uh, they'd be these three senators. Well, and Michael Bennett too, but I mean, he's so far in the rearview mirror that nobody even knows he's in the race. Uh, those four people would want this thing to be over. So I wonder if they'd be tempted, even though they're Democrats, to vote against witnesses so they can get back out on the campaign trail <laughs> and get to Iowa. No, I, I, don't, I don't need to hear it from anyone. No. I'm ready to vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's uh, fun. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, what, a, what an amazing time this is. Mm-hmm. Be telling you, your children will be talking about this to their grandchildren. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Greta Thunberg still making her uh, world tour of um, lecturing to adults about climate change. And the president, of course, tweeted about her calming down. And then uh, Chris Cuomo took exception to that. And then, and then I think yesterday he also tweeted out, Something about leaving her alone because she's only 16. She's actually 18 now. Uh, I read the other day. But is she somebody you can't you can't talk about, you can't dispute? I mean, she's out in the political arena. She's continually lecturing us on climate change. We're supposed to just shut up about it? We're not supposed to respond to what she has to say? Yeah, she was give, she's been given multiple speaking opportunities in front of world leaders trying over to affect and their over. policy and right. we're not allowed to respond? Right. Come on. I mean, she is talking about things that would change life as we know it dramatically. She's talking about draconian change uh, far beyond what even people like Al Gore have been saying. Although they're all now embracing that. Yeah, what she said. What she said. That Greta Thunberg is brilliant. Uh, just go with what she thing. Uh, but Chris Cuomo made this uh, just impassioned plea about uh, Greta and the way she should be treated. 16-year-old climate activist Greta Thunberg, Time Thunberg. Magazine's Person of the Year. This teenager right. who is on the autism spectrum, and he knows it. Her combination of youth, passion, mm-hmm. vulnerability, it makes her the embodiment of the notion that wisdom can come out of the mouths of babes. Uh, no. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. That is unbelievable. <laughs> that this is supposed to be wisdom just because, just because she says it. Uh, wow. The eyes of all future generations oh, are saying. upon you. Uh-huh. And if you choose to fail us, I say we will never forgive you. Okay. Well, I mean, whatever. Whatever. Uh, but we're not supposed to respond to that. Okay. You're never going to forgive us unless we act the way you think we should, the way you've been indoctrinated to believe we should act. And, and we just have to remain silent about that. Time Magazine's Unreal. decision to pick her is going to make sense to many, even those mm-hmm. who disagree with her about climate change, which is also known as science. Uh, you, <laughs> this guy, ah. this smug, sanctimonious hypocrite. Oh, this is just agonizing to listen to. But then comes Trump. 
Mm-hmm. Forget the obvious jealousy. Remember, this is the guy who faked oh, he's jealous. being on a Time Regret Magazine Person of the Year cover. And to make it clear, this was no misunderstanding. Mm. The campaign doubled down. They put his head on Greta's slight frame like some kind of bully blow pop. But by now, we expect our president to ignore all precedent of presidential behavior. The troubling development is this. Yeah. Let's hear it. You hear that? What? Uh. That's no. Trump's defenders saying oh, nothing. Oh, wow. My brothers and sisters on the right. <laughs> wow, that was How can clever. you expect people to believe you are so offended clever. by Democrats' arguments about <clears throat> abuse of power or anything uh, about integrity? Right. When you stand by, you stand by with this president's constant abuse. And you provided um, the evidence against yourselves just last week when you cared so much about how we treat kids in politics. Remember uh, this? Uh, I don't know. Let's hear it. So while the president can name his son Baron, he can't mm, make him I do a remember Baron. that. I do remember. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> First lady went right into be best mode, tweeting, a minor child deserves privacy and should be kept out of uh-huh. politics. You should be ashamed of your very angry and obviously biased public pandering and using a child to do it. Now, I don't think the professor... <clears throat> had the animus that the president had with what he just said. No, of course, because she's on the left. And so nobody has the animus that the president has, right? Who does uh, Chris Cuomo work for? uh, CNN. And uh, and, and CNN, did they just... Yeah, just lost a massive lawsuit. We're going to get into that a little bit coming up here in a minute. have you with us too 888 and at pat unleashed on twitter and of course all over uh wherever you get your your podcasts and again <laughs> except soundcloud yeah, soundcloud no don't download us there why because we don't get any credit for it it's like it never happened like poof those numbers just go away so <laughs> if you can and you do have another format for it uh please use it like itunes or Spotify. Stitcher. Stitcher. Is that what you like? I like that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. iHeartRadio is a good one. Mm-hmm. The Clear Channel people, formerly known as Clear Channel. Google Podcasts. Uh, uh, Google, uh, yeah. Google Play. Or Google Play. Uh-huh. Yep. That's a good format, too. All right. 888 <clears throat> Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, conservatarian lady tweets, isn't it possible that Bolton was mad he didn't get his war with Iran? Mm. It's Yeah. Uh, Bolton just seems like an angry guy to begin with. Maybe it's the mustache. Oh. Is that what it is? But he always looks angry to me. Yeah. Whenever I see him, I think, John, uh, why do, what are you so pissed off about? But he, he may not be. He might just have resting bastard face. <laughs> <laughs> RBF. Uh, RBF for men. Uh, I don't know. Well, I do. I don't know. I have that. You yeah. have that? Yeah, like when I'm in deep thought or something. Yeah. People are like, whoa, why are you so angry? I think I do, what? too. I think people ask me, like, what do you mean? I'm fine. What's the, what you thinking mean? about the big game? This has got an RBF. Yeah. That's all I have. Uh, get off me. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Leo. All right. Uh, from Tech Roo. I know someone that paid $12,000 to leave China. Wow. Uh, just recently, I suppose that's recent in this whole... Yeah, to try to get out of there, yeah, right before they uh, wouldn't you? it down. Oh. If, if you had it, I'd pay almost anything to get out. Mm-hmm. Under these circumstances? Yeah, no thank you. I don't want the 
Chinese pneumonia, but whatever this stuff is. Don't forget, I tweeted out a link uh, to Expedia where we can, uh, we can go and hang out for what we got four days uh, in Wuhan, China. Mm-hmm. Right now, flight plus hotel, luxurious hotel, y'all. 1500 bucks right now. Uh, you can I mean, buy that it. is a good deal. It's a great deal. If it includes the flight and four nights in the hotel? Yeah. Holy cow. So, of course, that's, that's again, it's under quarantine. So if they're letting you in, that's not much of a quarantine. And I don't feel very good about it, frankly. 56 million people. I was feeling pretty bad for them that they can't get in or out. Okay. Now I'm thinking, well, they can do whatever they want. Right, room service, man. <laughs> room service. Think this through. Uh, puppy monkey baby. Now I know what the Eagles meant in the song Hotel California. You can check in anytime you want. It's actually check out anytime you want. But you can never leave. Oh. Thank you, Expedia. Yeah. You can check in anytime you want, but you can never leave. Boom, 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 boom. So maybe that's what they're doing. You can go ahead and go in there. Uh-huh. Uh, which quarantine, doesn't that usually keep you, from go- keep you from going in as well? Seems like it does. You're going to make me look this up, aren't you? I am. Can you travel to China right now? Just a Pilgrim tweets, less than 10% mortality rate, or as Keith calls it, a home improvement project. <laughs> uh, uh, what are you finding out about going into China? Um, Sure. Again, quarantine should mean you can't go in, you can't go, you can't get out. Yeah. You, uh, it, well, I don't if, think you can check in anytime you want, but yeah. you can never leave. Sure. Can we? Do we, does anybody know? Uh, nobody's really going no. anyway, yeah. so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about Chris Cuomo and his smug, sanctimonious, self-righteous hypocrisy. Uh, I mean, the guy is uh, hard to even look at. I, I can barely stand to look at him. Yeah, put that picture back up there, Ron. There he is. Look at that. There he is. That's a handsome... <laughs> not really at all. Never mind. Oh, man. So he's babbling about... Uh, Trump and and anybody on the right and the way they treat Greta Thunberg, which I think she's gotten pretty good treatment, considering that she's lecturing us and threatening us and yelling at us all the time about climate change. And, you know, she's in this political arena. That usually says, okay, you're in it. Now we're going to respond. Right? I mean, the reason people didn't hammer Chelsea Clinton when she was in the in the White House with the Clintons, she was just a kid. She wasn't in politics. When Chelsea Clinton got into politics and started sounding off about it, she was a little older then, but then, okay, now you're fair game. I'm sorry, we're going to respond to that. Yeah, when when you're invited to speak in front of representatives from every nation on earth, yep. and you're, you come over to participate at the United Nations... And you tell everybody how bad they are? You become a political voice. I'm and they're sorry. never going to be forgiven? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I mean, you're talking to the UN. You're talking to uh, the, what was the thing they just did? Oh, Not the, the Bilderbergs. The climate summit. The, they, they did the climate oh, the summit, thing. then the Davos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's showing up at all these places all of them. where all the political bigwigs show up. Yep. And But yep. we're not supposed to but don't respond say anything to negative about at it. At all. No. So he's babbling about that and then telling us that you can't you can't say anything about her because she's a kid. Now, is that what he employed with Nick Sandman? Uh, CNN, his network, just was sued for $250 million by that kid because they attacked him relentlessly. Relentlessly. 
Now, I don't know that Chris Cuomo was attacking him relentlessly, but he's on the network that did. And he said he said things that were critis, uh, critical of Nick Sandman as well. Um, I think we have that clip. Let's play, play the when when he's talking about uh, Nick Sandman. Chris Cuomo speaking about Nick Sandman. If you have it. And it goes a little something. Now, I'm not talking like about this. the people involved in the actual confrontation. I'm talking about everybody else. Mm-hmm. Please accept that in the actual confrontation, no one was hurt. Thank God. I've not seen any credible evidence that the kid involved did or said anything extreme to the man playing the drum. The group taunting the kids was mm-hmm. being unduly provocative. Right. Where were the chaperones? Why did a school event involve MAGA hats? Then we get to the heart of it. The <laughs> face-to-face encounter. The man na- Why did a school event involve mega hats why do school events uh, events involve uh uh abortion rallies <laughs> that happens all the time why did the school of event involve climate change rhetoric and signs yeah shut up why did it <laughs> he doesn't have again any problem when any of this stuff comes from the left it's only if they're supporting donald trump or anything on the right all right let's see the rest of the heart of it the face-to-face encounter the man nathan phillips apparently wanted to diffuse the tension and he walked up to do exactly that and surely the kid nick Mm -hmm. sandman he doesn't seem to be afraid but he did make a choice and that was to make it into a standoff what that was not a good choice what are you talking about sure that's not my test and it shouldn't be the test here's mine if that were my son who Uh happens to go to a great catholic school would i like what he did if i were there would Wait I have allowed the, the kids bus? to be in that situation? He was no waiting for and a no. bus. There was a disrespected play that doesn't oh. work for me in these circumstances. Pause it for a second. What was disrespectful about that? <clears throat> so there he, you know, here's a 17-year-old kid. He's calling him disrespectful for standing there looking at the guy. The guy came up to him. Yeah. He the we if we're to remember this story right, the Native American involved got in his face, not the other way around. Correct. And Nick Sandman just stood there. He didn't do anything disrespectful. Oh. He simply stood there. He didn't mock the guy. He 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 didn't uh lash out at him. I guess he was supposed to turn around and leave. I, I don't know what he was supposed to do there that would have would have been respectful. Oh. Seems like he was totally and completely respectful. All right. Uh let's see the rest of this. The kids my concern were the reactions more so uh-huh. the left and the right almost instantly had equal and opposite reactions there were reports of extreme misconduct attacks by the kids reverb about it being set up to hurt the kids the man with the drum was accused of lying and provoking and then came did. the president which you did nick sandman and the students of covington have become symbols of fake news and how evil it can be They've captivated the attention of the world, wow, and I know they will Trump use it so for much. the good. Maybe even bringing people together. Started <laughs> off unpleasant, but can end in a dream. Isn't that your job? Not the teenager, uh... right? Weren't they out of their depth? Aren't they supposed to be protected from this? Aren't you the one who's supposed to find a way to bring us together? Mm. Instead of exploiting every <laughs> opportunity you find to divide? railing on the media and the left propping up the kids as victims you neglect that they were mainly victims of their own choices and actions shouldn't we discuss that what? wonder wow. if the hats wow. had anything to do with your muted response pause it for a this second play by- uh, i mean uh, I, can't, I can't take it i anymore. thank you 
I have a feeling this was played for a jury or something. (laughs) Something. Uh, It didn't work, though, because they they had to settle. And you know they paid him millions. It's been not uh, not disclosed how much they had to pay Nick Sandman, but you know it was in the millions. I hope it was in the millions. I hope he almost owns that stupid channel. Uh, That is despicable stuff. But it's typical of CNN and uh, their hatred for Trump and for everything on the right. Uh, They had some fun last night uh, mocking President Trump, anybody who supports him. This is amazing, too. Uh, Don Lemon had a couple of guests on, and they had a three-way split screen, and the three of them were uh, (laughs) just really, really pleased with their mocking of Donald Trump and his supporters. And look, he also knows deep in his heart that Donald Trump couldn't find Ukraine on a map if you had the letter U and a picture of an actual physical crane next to it. He knows that this is, you know, an an administration defined by ignorance of the world. And so that's partly him playing to their base and playing to their audience, uh, you know, the the credulous boomer rube demo that backs Donald Trump. Look at Donald Trump. That that wants to think that that, that. Donald Trump's a smart one in there. Y'all elitists are dumb. Positive. Okay, so so it's okay. I mean, that's okay for these guys to start mocking. This is a news network, y'all. Yeah, a news network in the middle of discussing an impeachment hearing. I'll see the rest of this. This is amazing. (laughs) You you elite us with your geography and your maps and your spelling, even though my path you're reading. (laughs) Yeah, you're reading. You know. Oh, they're so superior. No one other countries. Sipping your latte. (laughs) All those lines on the map. (laughs) What in the world? Only them elitists know where Ukraine is. You just dabbed his eyes. I apologize. But by by the way, oh my god! But but you know what? But but it was Rick's fault. I blame Rick. But but in all honesty, but you know what NPR should do? Why not? Sorry, hold on. Wait, wait. Can I tell you what? Hold on, hold on. on, He's laughing. Y'all wait. (laughs) That was good. Sorry, Rick. That was a good one. I needed that. Okay, so listen. Uh, Okay. Let's get back to business. All right, there, D Lemon. Yeah, that's really oh, funny. Man. Wait, hold on. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> just said it's a letter U. Hold on. They just, they just proved everything. U. <clears throat> everything that the right crane. believes about them. Oh. They just proved everything. They are so elite that they believe that that no Trump supporter can find Ukraine on the map, yeah. can can read a map, With can your read your lines and your geography and your whatnot. I mean that's unbelievable. Now, if that was, if that was uh, white people making fun of blacks or Hispanics or Asians or whoever else, and using some sort of uh, accent to portray what they're saying, <laughs> I mean, they'd be fired immediately. They would all have lost their jobs at CNN or wherever. They happen to be at Fox News. If Fox did something like that, they wouldn't be working the next day. Uh, that's amazing. I, I guess that's all acceptable, though, still, too. Uh, if if anybody is a supporter of Donald Trump, they're fair game to be mocked like that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And to be stereotyped in that way, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, don't even worry about it. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in a second. 
Gray. Did you notice the other night on the Grammys that all the major awards were won by a white person? <laughs> pathetic. Hmm. Absolutely pathetic. Uh, record of the year, song of the year, album of the year, artist of the year, uh, all won by a white girl, Billie Eilish. She had uh, quite the night. Um, and where was the diversity? She actually won uh, more awards. She swept all four major awards. That's the first time that's happened since 1981 when Chris Cross won all the major awards. Oh. Christopher Cross? When you get caught between the moon and New York City? Wait, what year? 1981. Wow. <laughs> she's, she's among the immortals now. Christopher Cross, man, you, uh, to be mentioned in the same breath right. as Christopher Cross. And, and I'm sorry that I interrupted you, because I mean, when you do get caught between the moon and New York City, what you is must the, be Jeffy. What's the... <laughs> <laughs> if he gets between the moon and New York City, it just jams, it, gets, it just stops right there, and the orbit of, of both... Okay. Just comes to not, a halt. not where I was going, but much better. <laughs> where uh, were you going? I was just I was setting you up. I was going to say, what's the best that you can do? Yeah. Uh, you would think fall in love, but no, <laughs> no you can't. Not when Jeffy gets right stuck there. like that. It, just, it kinda stops w- everything. Kind of wedged in there. Yeah, it kind of stops everything. And you got to wait for the moon to do its, you know, <laughs> do its thing so that you can mm-hmm. get through there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's... For the millennials in uh, the li- that are listening, it's a, it's a song by Christopher Cross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was from uh, Arthur, right? Yeah, it's the Ar- Arthur oh. theme song. When you get caught between the moon and New York City, <laughs> I know it's crazy, but it's true. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, a Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And, you know, speaking of speaking of Whitey and Whitey controlling everything and uh, being so racist, there was a police officer who uh, they thought was being racist. And then it turned out that he can't be racist because he's black. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, he identifies as black. And so, obviously, he's not racist. Uh, take a look at so, this. Wait, here's here's so, a white cop, and where what city is this? So this is Miami. Okay. He originally um, uh, filled out some paperwork uh, when he when he originally became a cop. Mm-hmm. He put on there white Hispanic as his race. White but, Hispanic. Right. But now he's trying to get a promotion, so he's putting black on there. Right. He's trying to pull the old uh, Elizabeth Warren trick, and so now he's busted and he's having to explain himself in front of the city commission. I love this. Watch this. As far as Captain Carr, <laughs> she loves to. You know, she loved to call me a Latin male. I'm a black male. <laughs> yes, I am. And yes, I am I not am. Hispanic. I was born in this country. Wait, what? That's how I feel. I have a question for you. Sure. So you sure. classify yourself today as a black male. Yes. When you applied for the police department, did you classify yourself as a black male or a white male at the time? I think I put white male. I don't know if, I, well, I know I put white male, but I don't know if I put Hispanic. No, I know. Listen, no. I know who I am, but it's you, also you it's also you didn't Hispanic know who you were though. Uh, Sorry, you put down Hispanic male, didn't you? Okay, as so a when, man, I stand by so it. When did you have this, uh, you know, uh, coming to, uh, 
what God moment that uh, you were black. When did God tell you? <laughs> well, I learned that there's people in my family that are mixed and that are black. I see. Let's just let's, yeah, let's not talk about the degree of blackness. Oh no, you're blacker than me. That's obvious. What? And if you know anything oh, about the one drop rule, which started in the 20th century, <laughs> the one drop. which which is what identifies and defines how you doing? What a black male is, or an you would know that if you have one drop of <laughs> black in you, you are considered black. I, so I, you're probably I, I, black too, Joe. Can we do a DNA? Joe, you're probably black. Nobody sent me here, nor did the city manager. I am my own man. That's right, and you're you're your own black man. I know. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm being attacked. Yeah. Half of my family's Jewish. Probably didn't know that either. Thank you. You're fine. Thank you. <laughs> you guys. He's claimed that. He was uh, a black. Uh -huh. Now I hear Jewish black. I'm afraid maybe next month will be, mm -hmm. you know, a black Jewish woman. I don't know. <laughs> <That's>, <sighs> where else would you go with that? Because he, oh. wow, he was white Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, then he was black. Now he's black. Because uh -huh. he has one drop of black blood in him. Uh, then he's also Jewish. Yeah, half his family's Jewish, but you didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't, did not until you told this me. How is, would I know that? Okay, lost in all of this. I see what he's trying to do. Ha, ha, ha. He's trying to get... I don't think get... he's trying to be funny, though, is he? Uh, it doesn't seem well, like it. Well, maybe you're about to make my point. Do you want that guy enforcing no. the law? Nope. I don't much want him walking around with a badge and a gun. Claims he knows... I know who I am. Well... No, you don't, because you put down that you were white when you signed up for the job. White Hispanic, and now you're telling me you're black. And then you tell me you're Jewish. So so which is it? Uh, and he's, and the councilman was, was dead on there. How, how do we know he won't identify as a woman next time? Man, that's... Uh, a oof. black Jewish woman. So he has been... Um... What was it? Suspended with pay or something? I don't know. Oh, has he? He's still getting paid. <clears throat> I don't know if he's completely lost his job yet, but... Uh, and was that just because he he did this? Yes, he No, but I think it's because he lied on he the lied paperwork on the and said he's he a was... black man. But you know what they say about the one drop rule? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know I don't. I actually don't know that rule. I imagine somebody said that at some point. That doesn't make yeah. it a rule or yeah. a law. Right. I think it was... Um, that was like probably an old South thing or something. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, man. You got your 15 <laughs> minutes. Now go do something uh, but else. But see, the them. thing is, because of all this identity crap, mm -hmm. we're going to be seeing a lot more of this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is the society that a we've lot. created. Mm -hmm. It allows for openings for this kind of behavior. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't you say that you identify as a black person? Why not? Uh, because it could get you somewhere. It got Elizabeth Warren somewhere. Yeah. It sure did. Yes, it did. <laughs> because yes, when they're did. shuffling that paperwork, unfortunately, in the society that we've created, they just see that box checked. Yep. Send this through. And, and I'm not going to say it's a it's a general rule, but it happens quite a bit, you know, where they're just like, okay, I've got two equal candidates. How do I, how do I break these apart here? Oh, look, that box is checked. And this is how um, Officer Ortiz is hoping to advance. That is crazy. I mean, you know, if he was trying to make a point or something, if he was if he was trying to be funny or trying to be ironic, uh, I don't think he would have left in a huff like that. And he certainly didn't sound like that was irony at all. 
Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You're going to talk to uh, Hillary Kennedy here in a few minutes from the Four Minute Buzz uh, about um, first of all, Let's catch up with her. You know, see what's uh, yeah. going on in her life. She's got you know. We found out last time she was in here. She's a big UFC fan, <laughs> and of course, uh, UFC had a big. I think it was week before last, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. now, um, where uh, Conor McGregor came back to the U.S. He came out of retirement. So we'll talk to her about that and other things. Catch up with her in just a second. Uh, Facebook and Google are struggling with misinformation. Uh, the coronavirus's rapid spread worldwide is forcing them to confront equally viral proliferation of bad information in the form of outright falsehoods and half-truths about the outbreak. Um, it's going to be really tough to, to <clears throat> contain this kind of thing with, you know, free speech. I, I, in fact, I, I don't know how you do this, but they're working on it. What I'd rather see them work on is uh, stop listening to our conversations in our homes and mm. <laughs> our businesses. It's a good place to start. Maybe you could, maybe you could start there. Um, my wife, two of my daughters, and I were sitting in our family room talking night before last, I think it was. And they started talking about, I don't know, some obscure makeup product I've never heard of. Oh, no. So oh, no. My, my other daughter picked up her phone and went to Instagram. And the first thing she saw was an ad for that very product that I've never heard of that we weren't Googling we were just talking about it. It was on her face. An ad for it was on her face, her Instagram uh, page. She went to Facebook. It was there, too. Oh, no. And it was my other daughter who mentioned it. It's a coincidence. Complete, Come on. That's what my daughter said. Uh, it's just maybe that's a coincidence. Your no, kid said it's a coincidence? That is Your not. kids? Uh-huh. Oh, have a talk tonight. Unleashed. Welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Joined by Hillary Kennedy of the Blaze TV's uh, Four Minute Buzz, which comes on right before Glenn Show, of course, and then every hour during Glenn Show. Welcome, Hillary. Thank you so much for having me, Pat. First of all, uh, you've been struggling with your voice lately. Is that uh, what's going on there? Fun, right? So this is week four of I'm guessing laryngitis. Week four. four. So it's not 100% back, but I'm I would say I'm about 85% there. It's quite a bit better than it than it was. I mean, we could barely. I mean, you were really struggling. I was scratching through trying to because I thought, you know, okay, maybe just for a day, but you can still it still kind of cuts in and out. You can still hear it a little bit. I've tried everything to bring it back because people have given me good home remedies apple cider vinegar lemon and honey Mm -hmm. steam throat lozenges if anyone listening has anything other than that for me to try please let me know i bet somebody does yeah i bet they will i'm I'm sure your husband doesn't uh he's fine he's enjoying this right he's loved it yeah he's loved it anytime (laughs) i would try and like whisper something out or telling something we should do he would go don't talk don't talk it's best if you just don't talk (laughs) (laughs) save your voice yeah uh is it maybe have you been to china uh, recently oh Okay, so or around anybody who's been to China. Interesting story about China. So you know mm-hmm. how on Instagram they'll sell all kinds of things that you think are made in the United States, but they're actually made from China. So I oh, ordered mm-hmm. something for my sister for Christmas. She got some cats and she's never had cats, so she saw this cute little cat scratching post 
on Instagram in one of the ads and mm-hmm. sent it to me. And oh, it's no. something she wanted. So I order it December 7th. yesterday I get a package at my door that's very tiny and I'm thinking what is this I don't remember ordering anything it's a package from China (laughs) it's not my cat scratching post it's twine that looks like you could wrap it around something maybe to make a cat scratch. It was a total what? scam. Oh wow! So I got a forty dollar wow. package of twine, but I didn't want to <laughs> open it. No kidding. Because I thought <clears throat> I don't know where this has been in China. Yeah. I don't know who's handled this. I'm not yeah. opening this package. So how do you know it was twine in there? You well, know? I mean, I opened the outer layer of uh-huh. the package, but the twine is encased in some sort of plastic, and I thought, wow. yeah, I'm not opening. So you paid this forty up. bucks for twine. For twine, yes. Yep. That's, so thanks, China. That really sucks. <laughs> thanks for ripping me off at Christmas. I was just I was just reading that because a lot of stuff comes from China, as we know, and they said that there's no evidence that. And this is good because uh, it would be really bad if this thing can spread through products that you receive from China. But they said there's no evidence that that can happen. That so. would ruin so many of us who order yes, things would. on Amazon mm-hmm. every day. And it yeah. would close down Walmart. So right. uh, that would be a bad thing. Uh, so you're. You had a son a year ago, right? Uh, He's 15 months old, yes. 15 months now. Time flies. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you named him Fox? Fox, yes. Are you like a um, uh, X-Files fan? (laughs) We get asked that a lot. Um, No, there was a World War I general named Fox Connor. And we thought, well, that's a kind of a cool historic name. And Mm -hmm. it's short and it's easy to spell and pronounce because... My husband's last name is a German last name, and it's not spelled like it sounds. He's going to struggle uh. with it his whole life. <laughs> so we thought, well, let's make it easy on him with a short first name. And we already had a million Johns and Pauls in our family. So we thought, well, we need something short, and we liked Fox. Yeah. I heard he took a nasty spill lately. Is he doing okay? He did. So it was mm. the day after Christmas. He um, is in daycare in the mornings while I'm here at work, and he fell. He was just kind of getting comfortable walking, and he fell, and I get the call from them like, hey, um, don't freak out, but we're going to need you to come pick him up and take him to the ER. Oh, wow. But don't freak out. But don't freak out. Wow. So he's okay. Did so he bump into something or he just fell he, on the floor? He fell and bumped into a bookshelf. Oh. So it split his head open right at Ooh. the brow line. So he, he hit it just right. Oh, so oh there, there it is. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a picture of him if you're watching. Yeah. So it it split oh, his man. head open. Not to where it didn't quite make it to the skull. So they were able to glue it back together instead of stitches. But it's so right in the how's middle of his eyebrow. And so, so because that happened, that happened at daycare, though? It did. So you mm-hmm. didn't have to go through a bunch of questions. No. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't on my watch. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So I'm just worried about his little his little eyebrow hairs yeah, growing I, back. Because since he's got it. So that's, yeah, that's what he, he looks is. like today. <laughs> so I think he's <laughs> definitely like going nicely. to have a scar. Um, uh, but he may not have any eyebrow hairs. But on that did, he, one eye. Did you say he didn't need stitches? He didn't. He they didn't. were able to okay. glue it back together, which I'd never seen uh, done before. It's basically like super strong super glue, and they just glue your skin yeah. back together. It's literally glue? It's just glue. Oh, wow. Mm. And I'm trying to convince her uh. to not panic. It's been one month and two days, okay? Yes. So mm-hmm. don't freak out yet, because she's afraid he's going to you know, look like Frankenstein or something the rest of his life. And don't forget, you named him after a World War One general. Mm-hmm. So he's tough. Yeah. He's going to have to have a scar. Too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of people say, like, scars are cool. 
And scars are sexy. I just worried about him not having one eyebrow. Like I, I don't want him to have the one vanilla ice eyebrow with the <laughs> with the lines in it. But awesome. I mean, so that was the. There's a before picture. So he had two perfectly normal eyebrows, and now he's got like one and a half eyebrows. Just don't fun. let him be a white rapper. So, if he does right. have the unibrow, <laughs> yeah, don't send him in that direction. Yeah, right. Well, I was telling Keith the funny thing was we're leaving, and the guy, the nurse in the ER, was like, "All right, see you later." <laughs> And I was That's like, what right. do you, see you later. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I mean, I hope not, but odds are. Uh, nice. <laughs> that's said, that's okay. raising a little boy. Yeah, that's what I, I keep We've hearing. all been there. Yeah. I mean, my son had a lip deal where he fell forward into a table and, and he had to, they had to put him down to uh, put him down, put him under to, uh, to do the uh, procedure. So, I mean, it's just part of raising a kid. Yeah. But for parents, yeah. I mean, is every day just a walking heart attack? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Pretty oh. much. Yeah. Why? Th- this is the stuff nobody <clears throat> tells you before you have until, children. Until until you've had like six kids, and then you're pretty used to it. And so, I mean, they they can fall into a crater, and you'll be like, eh, uh, <laughs> you're like, wipe it off, happen. walk it off. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. You you you'll get used to this. Yeah. I mean, look. It, 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 you will. All okay. Right. Last time you were here, you were telling us about your love for uh, UFC. Oh, yes. Conor McGregor, who had retired then, but now he's come back since. And so, not this last weekend, but the one before, he came out of retirement. Oh, yes, he did. He looked (laughs) so good out there. I was so excited about this fight. Well, because Conor, you either kind of love or hate Conor. Mm -hmm. He was fighting Cowboy Cerrone, who... I don't know anybody that hates Cowboy. He's just a likable guy, a likable fighter, and he's really good, and he'll fight anyone, anytime, anywhere. And so it was like a match of like my two favorite people. And oh, no. it was just awesome. So wait, um, wait, you like to see your two favorite people fighting? Beat the crap yes. out of each other? Yes, she does. These are modern day gladiators, Keith. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but it was an awesome, very, albeit quick fight because uh, he knocked Cowboy out in 40 seconds. So it was wow. a quick fight. But he looked great. Some people, the naysayers, the Connor haters are saying that Cowboy either threw the fight or he didn't give it his all. I I disagree. I mean, Connor just has a lot of knockout power and mm-hmm. Cowboy is more of a technical mixed martial artist and sometimes the knockout power just wins. Yeah. So, but it, was it bloody enough for you? Because you like it bloody, right? Oh, uh, he like, broke you... his nose, so that was great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, so that, so that was, was great. In quote, but Cowboy was raised by his uh, his grandmother, so it's this little. I think she's mm. eighty two or eighty three. Where's he from? Little old lady, um, Denver, Colorado. Okay, so she comes to all of his fights, and she was there ringside watching a fight. And then when it was over, she came in the ring to you know console him with this loss. And she and Conor McGregor had this awesome moment where she came over and hugged him, and he embraced her. And he told her, you know, you've raised a heck of a boy. You have all my respect. I really mean that. And she's just hugging his neck. And I'm like, this has restored my faith in, the, in Americans right here. That's just, nice. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. Good sportsmanship. He seems like he's changed uh, since he came back, right? I mean, he's not as brash. He's not as obnoxious, yes. I guess, as he was before. I agree. He's he's had a couple losses, and I think that really was some humble pie for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's also maturing a little bit. He's still a really yeah, young he's a guy. He's like 31 now, years you know? old, I yeah. think. So yeah. he's still a pretty young guy. Um, and somebody like Cowboy, Cowboy's 36 or 37, hmm. 
And so he's been around the block for a while, um, and he has such great sportsmanship. He takes every loss so well, and so I think that just comes with age, where they, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, a little more with age. Thirty-seven. You get used to losing. You're right. Yeah, you um, nailed it. But mm-hmm. Connor still takes every moment to be a showman, which I love because he basically brings like the 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 sport of a gladiator and the drama of like a WWE fighter and combines them into one amazing guy. <laughs> uh, how did you get into this again? Because you, this seems like such an unlikely event for this. you to love. I want everyone to be thinking of this conversation <laughs> when the four minute buzz comes up in 15 <laughs> minutes here on Blaze TV. I Well, my grandpa always liked boxing. He boxed when he was younger. So I grew up watching boxing and then... Um, I always like doing kickboxing and things like that myself. And so mm. MMA is like the perfect marriage of those things. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> I mean, it's a lot more, uh, it's a lot more brutal than, than just boxing, right? Cause the, the gloves are smaller. It's almost like bare fist fighting. Uh-huh. You're able to knee people in the face, elbow them in the face. I mean, oh, this, it's, oh, it's a blood get into sport. This now. <clears throat> you should. Yeah. No, I mean like as a, as a UFC fighter that, myself, that well, mm-hmm. so I can knee someone fan. in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you talked about you do kickboxing. Yes. Have you ever broken you someone's doing... nose? No, I would. I have always thought it would be fun to fight another person. Yeah. But I would always fight against the little dummies because, <laughs> I mean, I still have to come to work. So. <laughs> That's fun. But um, Holly Holm fought that night, uh, the same night that Conor McGregor fought, and she's one of my favorite female fighters. And she won, which was really cool. And she mm. made as much money as Cowboy Cerrone that night fighting, which I thought was cool because, you know, there's all this talk like with the the uh, WNBA and all of that about how much money women are making versus men. Mm-hmm. And, but in the UFC, if you bring the eyeballs, they'll pay you. They don't care, male, female, right. whatever. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's really it what it's be. about. Yeah. yeah. Although I will say, is it sexist of me that I'm just uncomfortable watching women beat each other up? Th- those are I'm the just, best fights. What uh, is just, happening? I'm really uncomfortable with that. Yeah, me too. No, yeah. those are the best mm. fights. Women really? are so scrappy and uh, you're just man. amazed by their power and <laughs> focus and technique. Oh, it's so great. Can they scratch in that? <laughs> In the, uh, in the I don't no. think that's allowed. No, that's I don't not allowed. So. No hair pulling. No, <laughs> no right. scratching. No, it's not like a, a hands, pillow fight. Hands, feet, knees, elbows. I mean, everything. It's just, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it's pretty well, brutal. Well, and I mean, there's a lot at stake too. Connor got paid more for that fight recently than everybody else on the card. Yeah. So he walked away with like $3 million sure. Plus for he was 40 able to, seconds. Yeah, wow. And he was able to in the post-game fight, right? Or, or the, the, Promote his the uh, post-fight. Oh, his yeah. His proper, yeah. Okay. So I, Keith said he had some <clears throat> proper 12 yeah. whiskey, which is Conor McGregor's brand. Did you try it? Because well, I never saw, I still haven't seen this this commercial he did at ringside or whatever. Yeah, I've tried it. It's good. Is yeah, it good? I like okay. it. I mean, uh, people online don't have the same opinion, apparently, but uh, I like it. Okay. I, it doesn't take much. It's good. <laughs> Have you ever tried? Do you, do you drink? Or I don't. Yeah, I've never don't tried either, any so. alcohol. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. In your entire in life. In my entire life. Wow. I, I'll my, drink to that. My vice was <laughs> diet coke. I I finally had to cut way back on my diet coke consumption. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. um, we, we've got something for you that you might want to use on the uh, oh, yeah. on the four minute buzz. If you need this okay. out there. Um. Because uh, <laughs> this. This is an amazing discovery. It's, it's, it's truly fascinating. How did they figure this out? Did you see, did uh, you see the genesis of this? No, so they, they found this mummy who was a priest back in Egypt, and uh, 
and they they shaped his voice box. They they were able to extract his voice box or whatever, and uh, mold it, and then mm. recreate what his voice sounded like. So now this and is so, a fact. This isn't a joke. Yeah. This is a real deal that they did. Researchers did. So here's what it sounds like. <laughs> is, is that impressive or what? Modern technology. We now know what a mummy sounds, sounds like. like. How much money <laughs> went into recreating <laughs> <did>. this? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 I hope so. Yeah, be okay. yeah if anybody yeah. also has any scar remedies, let me know. Okay, so we'll have you in here on uh, a uh, regular basis and we'll, we'll, so we'll give get updates scar on, update. on, on your voice yes. and, uh, and, and Scargate. Scar. Yeah, Scargate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All you. right, 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter, where Jeffy's Chairbread has a tip for Chris Cuomo. Uh, Greta thrust herself into the public eye and is demanding everyone change because she said so. The POTUS's son is not in the public eye and isn't demanding anyone do anything. Mm-hmm. Good point. Uh, Jimmy M. tweets, Pat, you would think at some point CNN would begin lowering the lifeboats. Yeah, oh, uh, no. that's a sinking ship. Uh, Zip the Wonder Monkey. Uh, did anyone ask Chris Cuomo how many times Baron Trump addressed the UN? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bad comparison there, Fredo. Uh, Dr. Dr. Diver 63. They were out of their depths, and now they're in the depths of certainly not news or CNN pockets to the tune of millions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Callie Pigeon tweets, Most Americans can't find Ukraine on a map. Don Lemon could compete with Miss Teen South Carolina. Oh, yes. Like such as. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeffy 18's 18 spoons. Clearly that man... The uh, police officer that was addressing the city council is not black. Wow, that's what? that's insensitive. Wow, uh, he said he identifies as black. That and we have to roll with it. Makes him black. Exactly. He's just ashamed to be an Asian female oh, who oh, grew up oh. as a cisgender Mexican mastodon. <laughs> Ouch! That's a fun hey. combination. There. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Steve Forty Two uh, point of stupid privilege. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, quick point of privilege. Mm-hmm. Quick point of personal privilege. Yes. Okay. Point of personal privilege. Sure. Yes. Please mm-hmm. do not use gendered language, language. to right, to, to address <laughs> everyone. <laughs> uh, on exactly what principle can the leftists in Miami argue with that cop? That's the great thing about this. Mm-hmm. Is this is the world and the environment they've created? Now they get to live in it and bask in it. And wallow in it. <laughs> this is the logical outcome of their identity politics. Yep. Uh, Lone Wolf 2965, that officer isn't very smart. The winning move would be to identify as race fluid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you can just change on the fly. I'm race fluid. Well, I mean, if you can be gender fluid, you can certainly be race fluid. Yeah, and when I filled out <laughs> the application, I was this box. But today, before the city council, I am this box. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, and why not? Why wouldn't you? Triple eight nine hundred uh, thirty three ninety three. Uh, 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 
<laughs> I identify as a 3,000-year-old mummy. Yeah, that, that's what I sounded that's like, what I sound like. Uh, when I was alive. Uh, mm. That's hard to believe. With all our technology, that's what they come up with. Hey, we found out what this mummy sounds like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wait. That's a Casio. <laughs> that's an effect on a 1985 Casio. <laughs> what do you mean that's a mummy's voice from 3,000 years ago? Ridiculous. <laughs> His name, the mummy's name was uh, n- uh, uh-huh. Nessie Amon. Okay. Nessie Amon's voice has been reproduced <laughs> as a vowel-like sound that is reminiscent of a, ch- of a sheep's bleat. Okay, so the... The Egyptian priest sounded like a sheep bleeding. <laughs> what? Why would you think that? Why? How? Uh, and he was a priest, so he he would give you know, I guess sermons or whatever, sounding like a bleeding sheep. <laughs> uh, he lived during the volatile reign of Pharaoh Ramses the Eleventh, between 1099 and 1069 BC. So we're talking about, you know, three over 3,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. As a priest in Tebs, Nesiamen would have needed a strong voice for his ritual duties, which involved singing. <laughs> and he sounded, when he sang, oh. when he sang, though, he sounded like this. <laughs> so he had a wonderful singing voice. I mean, that's <laughs> wonderful. Ooh. You know, had they had the Grammys, the Egyptian Grammys yeah. back in the day, he he would have been a recipient. I mean, he would have given multi uh, Billie uh, Eilish a run for her money. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. When Nessie Amon died, what? his voice fell silent. But 3,000 years on, <laughs> a team of researchers brought it back to life. They've done so by, here's what they did. Okay. They produced a 3D printed voice box based on <laughs> Nessie Amon's vocal tract which was scanned to establish its precise dimensions. By using the vocal tract with an artificial larynx sound, they synthesized a vowel sound meant to be similar to the voice of Nessie Amon. <laughs> I mean, how do you, you know, there's no way. You, you can't possibly recreate his, you have no idea. This is ridiculous. <laughs> It's believed to be the first project of its kind to successfully recreate the voice of a dead person mm. through artificial means. Now, how do they even know that, yep, that's what he sounded like. Well, they nailed it. That's what he sounded mm-hmm. like. Come on. Uh, I'm just trying to find how much this cost. I want to know that, too. I can't because find that, any story. It, it, it's awful. It's I, like, I, hey, I, we recreated, uh, I mean... It's not even as good as if they recreated Chewbacca's voice. <laughs> uh, even that would be better than this. <laughs> you know, I, I heard an interview with a guy one time who, who, who theorized that if you went to the Lincoln bedroom, okay, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and you... Um, you took the wood from the old headboard in there, right? Right. And you somehow, I don't understand. I got to go. It was 20 years ago I heard this, that somewhere trapped in that wood bouncing around is probably the voice of Abraham Lincoln himself. If we could just figure out a way to extract that, it's bouncing. Those waves are bouncing around in that wood, he said. So, um, Really? 
Yeah, that came to I, mind when we're doing I this. I don't, don't think that's the case. I don't think so. I don't think his I'm voice is bouncing it, in the wood. At some point, it probably stopped bouncing yeah, around. Uh huh. At some point, like I don't know, while he was still in the bed. <laughs> Seriously, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I wouldn't. It, this was a university that did this, so it's got to be a cost somewhere out there. There, there's st- somebody's just not reporting it is the problem. Was it a, uh, but is it an Egyptian university or is nah, that why it's, I think it might close it in, it. in the United States? No, nah, I think it was, uh, I think it was Great Britain. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They do stupid things like that all the time. Well, um, and you know, I mean, oh, these are people who don't mind yeah. paying for a family that pretends to still be in power and they pay billions of dollars uh, to that family that doesn't, uh, really do anything. So the University of York. Getting, yeah, there you go. I'm getting closer. Okay, now find out the the amount. Uh, Joe Biden spent two days in New Hampshire without taking a single question from a voter during a public event, and walked past the national media who was waiting outside by his car to ask questions uh, for about an hour and a half. They'd been waiting there, and apparently he hasn't taken a question in. New Hampshire since November. So every time he goes to New New Hampshire, he just he does this. Here he is uh, walking outside the church, ignoring everybody. You haven't taken questions in New Hampshire in seventy-eight days. And he doesn't care. Bye-bye. Not a word. Uh, nope. Not a not a not a peep. He can't even comp- comment on the opioid epidemic. That wouldn't seem very difficult. Like a softball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people shouldn't uh, abuse opioids. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna really crack down on opioids. I mean, what are you gonna say about opioid abuse? What's he trying to do in New Hampshire? I mean, he's not sitting on a lead or something. No, he's behind. Yeah. He's behind uh, Sanders. I think he's still ahead of Elizabeth Warren, so, even though that's like a nearby state to her too. So, so but quick question for you, based on the polling that we had yesterday, um, do you still see Joe Biden as uh, securing the nomination, or are you less mm-hmm. confident than you were last week? Mm, I still think it's going to be him. Okay, I think so. Do you think he'll win either Iowa or New Hampshire? Maybe Iowa, probably not New Hampshire. Last question, because mm-hmm. uh, we're out of time. Um, do you think this is going to be a, a, a floor fight at the convention for the Democrats? No, I don't think so. Okay, so you think they'll have so. it wrapped up? I think they'll have okay. it wrapped up. All right. Yep. And we'll see. I'll probably be wrong on all of that because look what I mean. Look what I said during 2016. I want this to go on <laughs> as long as possible. Spend all your money against each other. Yes. See you tomorrow. Uh-oh.